listening to the Fresh Focus Podcast, where VA dietitian nutritionists are serving up health and wellness information for veterans and their families. In addition to being in clinic, chatting over the phone, or using Video Connect, we are increasing your access with this podcast, sharing bites of information from your dietitians when it's convenient for you. Sorting through fact and fiction nutrition information can be pretty difficult, especially online. This series will answer your burning questions on today's hot nutrition topics as your dietitians do some much-needed myth-busting. Welcome back to Fresh Focus. I'm Lindsay, your host, and I'm sitting here with Beth and Abby. We are all dietitians from the Marion, Illinois healthcare system. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Happy to be able to chat with you two today. Hey, Abby, is this your second time being on an episode? Yeah, if you listen closely on episode 22 in the MOVE series, you'll hear me promoting our MOVE weight management program and my women's only weight management group. Yes, everyone needs to go back and check out that series too. It's the perfect time to revisit some other episodes. And Abby, we definitely need to have you back here to talk more about the Women's Move program. And just maybe we'll see about getting you to host again. So stay tuned, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) We wanted you to come here today and talk about the Healthy Teaching Kitchen that you started and chat about some myths around healthy eating. I just wanted to chime in here and take a second to brag. Abby has done a phenomenal job, and I'm not sure she's going to brag on herself, so we want to brag on her. And then we also, um, in the next few episodes, we'll hear from Megan, who is a dietetic intern at the VA. As Actually, she's now working at the VA, we heard. Um, and so just she had this great idea to talk about some of the nutrition myths and what she's heard through her training, and we thought it would be a fun topic for us. Um, So that's why we wanted Abby to be on and to talk about some of those today. I think one of the biggest myths I hear folks tell me is you have to accomplish a ton of things in a short amount of time when it comes to making a healthy change, like trying to overhaul everything about what you eat or cooking to set 14 goals or multiple resolutions at once. We don't want anyone to be overwhelmed. So I mean, what if you started with one to two small goals? Ask yourself maybe what skills you need to learn that year in order to reach that goal. So consider taking a cooking class, learning some skills before diving in, and clearing out everything in your pantry or buying all kinds of items you aren't sure how to cook up. Exactly. That's a very good point. I just went through this in one of our uh, MOVE classes earlier. You know, if you have a goal of trying to eat some more plant-based meals, do you have some foods in your fridge and pantry now that you can use? Or do you know how to cook a meatless dinner? You know, maybe set a goal or a resolution to to meet with a dietitian or setting a, a date with the grocery store to actually wander around instead of just going there and picking up automatically what you normally get or always getting the same items. I love this conversation already, and I think it's just getting started. Um, as Beth mentioned, I started the Healthy Teaching Kitchen classes here at the Marion VA through a grant for women's only. Um, and I already have a goal of expanding the classes so that other, other veterans can be a part, since I think it's a really beneficial class to learn more about cooking and how to make it for yourself. I often hear a lot of veterans in my classes say that they haven't cooked in the past because they never learned how or it just takes way too much time. 
What do you think is maybe the number one or most common myth that you've heard so far? It's a really good question. I'd have to say one of the most common things I hear is that eating healthy is just too expensive. Yes, we hear that all the time, don't we? Like on a on the a daily basis or or it's oh it's just me and my spouse, so it's definitely cheaper just to eat out for every meal. Oh my goodness, I just had this conversation, well, in clinic and in my own home actually. So my husband really likes a certain breaded chicken sandwich from a certain popular fast food chain. And with doing some research and watching videos online, we actually found a similar chicken breast in the freezer section at the grocery store and a bun, which is just like the restaurant version, but it costs way less to have it at home. And sometimes it just takes that thinking outside the box or starting a new habit. Some of us get in a routine and we may eat out every Tuesday because that's just something that we always do. And remember, it does take three weeks to four months actually to start that new habit and make sure we're making some of these changes. So adding things to a grocery list may feel different at first, you know, um, just we want to look at ways that we can maybe save money, save time. And speaking of some cost comparisons, hey, Abby, don't you have some, uh, you cost out some recipes for the healthy teaching kitchen classes? Yeah, that's something fun that we like to do, kind of making changes with recipes and looking at how it's better for you, not only for your health and for your budget. Um, We often talk a lot about that in class. For example, we do a dinner week where we make a black bean burgers. I compare the cost of the ingredients, such as a 50 can cent of no salt or salt-free black beans, compared to the $6.40 you might spend on a pound of ground beef to make hamburgers. In the end, we learned that the cost of the black bean burgers, including everything like the beans, the eggs, the oats, the seasonings, um, and the nutrition content far outweighs that of a regular hamburger. Sure, it may not be the exact same thing as that hamburger you get when you eat out, but it's a budget-friendly saver, um, and it can be fun and and healthy to have a few times a week or maybe once in a while. That is such a good tip. I'm going to have to definitely try that black bean burger. So talking about the myth of eating healthy being too expensive, what are a couple strategies you talk about in your class to help veterans shift the mindset from this being a myth into action steps. I often suggest as a strategy to start by looking at the recipe. For example, let's say you have a bag of apples. Um, Your weekly meal plan says that for a few days with meals, use the recipes that have apples within the next few days. Look for three recipes with similar ingredients and plan your weekly meals with using them as leftovers. I don't want anyone to buy something like a bag of apples and potatoes and just throw them away when they go bad. That is a great point. I mean, food is so expensive. You know, we don't want to throw it away, especially right now. You should also add in, possibly, utilizing your freezer for produce. Don't just let things go bad in the fridge. So I love to cut up, for example, my fruits and vegetables um, kind of right before they're going bad and put them on a cookie sheet and freeze them on a cookie sheet for about 20 minutes before I put them all into freezer bags. This way they actually won't stick together. And then you'll have items on hand for the next week for your salads or even to make smoothies with. Yeah, I love that idea too. You definitely don't wanna put something in the freezer and find out later that you can't get it unstuck. 
You can also work on food budgeting too. Um, dividing paychecks or dividing time for who goes to the grocery store and gets things done. Um, you don't have to buy all of your fresh foods and vegetables at the beginning of month. Because then if you want something at the end of the month, you may not have a budget left for it. Uh, it's better to split up a few things, such as if you have a recipe that you want to use mangoes, buy frozen mangoes, um, and then use what you need to, and then freeze the rest. Uh, we also talk a lot about recipe replacements in my cooking class. If a recipe calls for a certain fruit or vegetable, don't be afraid to change it out with what you have at home or on hand or what you like to eat instead of what just the recipe says. Let's say, for example, you have a soup that calls for broccoli, but you have leftover cauliflower from making cauliflower mashed potatoes the other day. Use that leftover instead of taking another trip to the grocery store just for broccoli. We want to set yourself up for success and not failure. So I love these ideas because, you know, we want to look at what ingredients we have on hand or what is in your pantry or freezer and make a plan, you know, for your weekly meals with, with those items that you have. And really looking at what days that you may have some extra time to cook or, you know, looking at your calendar ahead of time. You know, don't plan on making a large meal if you have several appointments and you won't be home until later that evening. Think about what days of the week are your cooking days and your non-cooking days. If you have baseball practice every Tuesday night at 8 p.m., let's say, that is an example of a non-cooking day. So on the non-cooking days, you could do crockpot meals, soups that you pull out of the freezer, or some leftovers from yesterday. That's a really good point, Lindsay. I'll be using that in my class next week. And time management is the third strategy to help with food cost and budgeting. Like a few of my favorite recipes from the healthy teaching class, pick some of those and make them fit into your week the best they can. Like making mini egg bites for breakfast earlier in the week um, and then pulling them out and putting them in the microwave the next day if you have an early appointment. Um, and use, using leftovers for one evening if you know you'll be working later. I know Lindsay already mentioned this, but yeah, tossing a bunch of ingredients into a crock pot and letting it sit for six to eight hours while you're busy. And then you have a hot, nice meal ready to go at dinner time. Yes, I love coming home to a meal that is already ready when I walk in the door. So definitely look at some other recipes for that. Um, your, your three strategies, Abby, I, I think are going to come in handy for, for all of our listeners. So when anyone out there is, is listening to us and you feel that where, where you're trying to make some healthy changes and you feel like it just may be too expensive, think of some of these strategies that you can use in your own home and your own routine. You know, what is your, your food budget? Are you actually budgeting? You know, think of a few things that, that will work for you, just like dividing up that grocery store trip or buying some items in, in the freezer in bulk so you can use them all throughout the month so it won't go bad. We definitely don't want to throw away any of the fresh produce at all. Um, doing an inventory. Look at the recipes, look at some of the items that you have on hand and maybe substitute or, you know, look at some of the recipes that have similar ingredients and utilize those on hand. And last but not least, I love time management because it is so important. Planning ahead can save you time and money and better prepare yourself for success when you're making those healthy changes. So remember, reach out to your local VA dietitian for more individualized tips. This series, we are going to talk in general terms, but every person has different nutrition needs and we want you to review those specific needs, such as like heart healthy or diabetes options by meeting with a dietitian um, so that they can guide you the best way that they know how. So thank you for listening and don't forget to like and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review.